Hello everybody and welcome to the Mirror Football World Cup Daily Podcast brought to you in association with Betbrite. England's first game is out of the way and let's be honest it was a little bit more nerve-wracking than I think any of us really hoped for but we won last minute and let's be honest a great performance here. We're going to look back at England's game. Uh, I'm Aaron Flanagan joined today by Ibrahim Mustafa. Ibra, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Very happy after the result but yeah. Yeah and uh, Mark Jones is here. How are you doing Mark? Yeah good mate, yeah it was a good game wasn't it in the end? Yeah, no, I say it turned out to be a really intriguing game. England, I don't know about you guys, but I, I felt that they were fantastic in the first half. Died off a bit in the second, but it was definitely a performance that warranted a victory. Yeah, I said so. Um, I think they got what they deserved in the end. It was, you know, obviously it wasn't easy for them and they they kept plugging away. But if anything, the manner of the victory is only going to serve them well and, and, and get in a late goal like they did. Um, I agree with you to an extent about the first half. I thought there was a bit of a drop-off from kind of half an hour onwards, which obviously come in the, in, in the penalty. Um, they just seemed to lose a bit of focus for me at one point, and, and, which which happens in these games, you know, that the, um, Tunisia were were very, kind of, shall we say, keen to, to, to go into the tackle, and they, they they spent a bit of time on the floor themselves, didn't they? But um, it, it, it was a huge test of character, and, and it looked for all the world in that second half as though they weren't going to pass it, but, but they got the goal at the end, and, and that could be huge for them. Yeah. I've got to agree with Mark there. It was an absolutely fantastic start. Sort of the opening 10, 15 minutes, right up until the goal. And even beyond that, I thought England were absolutely fantastic and could have easily been two, three, four goals ahead. But as Mark says, the drop I think the drop off did come in the first half. Once the penalty came for Tunisia, controversial or not, whatever people thought, but it almost seemed like there was. I mean, a lot has been said about England having this young, fresh, like young side, but I think they did this demonstrate a little bit of sort of naivety a little bit of inexperience there to sort of almost allow that decision whether they felt hard done by to almost sort of knock them off their stride a little bit and I think that sort of continued in the second half no matter how dominant they were possession wise it almost felt like that goal wasn't going to come at the end but you know thankfully yeah. it did uh, we mentioned refereeing decisions briefly there. Um, I'll talk about VAR a little later on. I say that I don't, I don't want to get take too too much away from the fact that England won the game um, uh, and start talking about you know, potential controversial moments. Uh, one thing I was impressive um, was set pieces. I thought deliveries were generally very good. Two goals came from corners, and I, that's something that I think England looked threatening on during the friendly games as well. Um, it's, it's nice to know that England are actually just being effective. They have. Mm. And an and outlet that you know we can rely on maybe at some point. Yeah, and obviously not, we won't talk about the VAR just yet, but those incidents came from them as well, didn't they? Crossed into the box. So um, it's something that England have always sort of, you know, good, decent England teams have always been good, haven't you? Think back to, to David Beckham, obviously delivering from, from that side. And even when England have struggled in the past, perhaps the past sort of, you know, maybe eight, eight to ten years, perhaps after Beckham's time, then you had Steven Gerrard putting in balls and centre-backs getting on the end of them. So um, it's always been a key element of England's play, I think. And and in defenders like um, John Stones and, and, and Harry Maguire, they look as though they're they're very um, you know determined to get on the end of those balls. I think it looks like something they've been working on uh, because you wouldn't necessarily say they do that a lot for their club teams, would you? So um, Gary Cahill is one who does, so so he could come into, into the fray as well. So... Um, yeah, I always think England. Whenever England play, the uh, the centre backs always good bets to score goals because the delivery is normally good. Um, Kieran Trippier is uh, obviously uh, on the free kicks this time around. And he had a decent game, good delivery on him. So um, yeah, it's just another positive, and and you won't find many teams who will kind of like pride themselves on that 
in, in, in this tournament. So if England can, can do it and get it right, then it's another string to their bow. Yeah, um, I say, talking about other positives as well, um, I actually thought the two subs who came on, Rashford and Loftus-Cheek, two young lads, made a big impact as well. They added just a little bit more energy when, when England needed it. Uh, Loftus-Cheek, obviously, um, I don't know, I, I think he, he won the corner, which England England scored yeah, off just with yeah. a nice little yeah. darting run down the kind of into the flank. Um, but, yeah, it was really impressive from them. Yeah, absolutely. It gives sort of the opposition something else to think about with a player like Rashford. And a lot has been said about how good he has been for Manchester United since breaking into the team a couple of years ago. And perhaps people did say in the last tournament that Rashford should have probably got more of a run out for England. And yeah, it'll be good to see what he can do, even if it is off the bench with, as he had time today to sort of come into the game and really have an effect. And with someone like Loftus-Cheek, who has been... Essentially, it's been a bit of a surprise package for England, really, over the last sort of year or so. So, um, yeah, it's good to be able to have those options to come in and be able to, like I say, give the opposition something to think about. Yeah, I say, uh, good for England as well, obviously, getting that win on the ball, because it's Panama next as mm. well. Um, Panama, the greatest respect to them. What we've seen from them against Belgium today, um, I, 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 I think they are not going to threaten that England oh, we team. Don't take anything for granted. We never <laughs> take anything for granted. I will if you want. I'll take it for granted for you. Yeah, England, England will beat Panama. Um, they as uh, they they will be far too good for them as as, as Belgium were. Um, I thought they would have been a bit, you know, they would have been a bit more convincing tonight, though, to be honest. But I thought England, you know, you think about the Tunisia goal. It's it's the penalty. I don't really think about many other times they really threatened. And I thought England controlled midfield pretty well. I thought Henderson played well. I thought ahead of him, it wasn't quite. Uh, functioning for for some of the more attacking players, but that's where, as Ibra says, that's where having your options, your Loftus Cheek and your Rashford, having players of that quality to bring on is a huge huge benefit for England. And um, they'll, they'll beat Panama, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing about the Panama game, I just want to quickly say, hopefully, I mean that will give other players this opportunity to maybe get on the score sheet because obviously Harry Kane getting two goals is fantastic, but. There is possibly a bit of a concern that beyond his goals, we may be struggling. Mm, so, yeah. well, you saw Raheem Sterling. Obviously, I know it was offside right near the start mm. of the of the game, but he had an open net. Yeah, and he just got his feet wrong, and yeah. it went wide. It's concerning, I guess, isn't it? And, it? and it's obviously the 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 criticism that's often laid at him. Um, I thought Deli Ali wasn't wasn't at his best. He seemed to carry a bit of an injury, didn't he? And and Lingard, whilst getting into threatening positions, uh, just perhaps. Rushed it a little bit and 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 wasn't quite as sort of calm and cool that um, we've seen from Man United, which annoyed me because he was he was my tip to score, wasn't he? But um, uh, it'll come, it'll come, and 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 you know what, it'll probably come against Panama because you wouldn't be surprised if all of them scored. Yeah. Um, right. Let's do the VAR. Um, obviously, <laughs> VAR. If the game had finished one all, if Harry Kane's header hadn't have gone in the end, say it come back off the post, everyone's gutted. Mm, yeah. Everyone's going to be talking about VAR at yeah. the end of the game. Yeah. Um, simply because there were. I mean, if you listen to this podcast and you haven't didn't watch the game, first of all, what on earth were you doing? <laughs> um, secondly, um, there, there were two different incidents yeah. where Harry Kane was bundled to the ground, two arms around him. Honestly, it, it was like almost wrestling move, submission, <laughs> yeah. bring him down. Yeah. And and it wasn't given. And one of the incidents was definitely looked at by VAR because mm. the referee stopped play. Was, was that listening the, to was that the first one? Yeah. Because I got through with the first one because you see a quite blatant push from John Stones in the same incident. And obviously I know the AR doesn't doesn't look at those incidents, it's just a free kick. But I just wonder if 
they've looked at it and gone, well, that's a foul and that's a foul. So, do you know what I mean? Well, it, 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 almost two things cancel each other out. So what, yeah, it's interesting. But how do they come to that conclusion? Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I don't, cause obviously they can't. Those, those decisions which, can't be given by yeah, it. But of course. It's yeah. In, yeah. Which uh, which of the two incidents take took place first? The, the shove from the, the stones? first. Oh, yeah, okay. so, and it's and it's a pretty blatant push in the back, and then mm. the ball goes over, and Kane gets pulled down. You might well um, have you might well have actually answered the question. So I, I mean, it's, that's the thing. VAR can't you know wouldn't officially look at a decision like that because it's just going to be a free kick for Tunisia, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. But I just wonder if in their viewing of it, they've gone and, it, and it's a blatant yeah. shove in the back. Yeah. But <laughs> it's a blatant shove in the back in the same way that the Switzerland goal was against Brazil the other night. Do you know what I mean? And that was that was fine. So um, it's I don't know, just a theory that I, that I that's all. Yeah. No. no I, I, I can understand that because obviously officials have to give the first foul. That's how football yeah. it works chronologically. Mm-hmm. It'd be stupid if I'm not sure he gave like, it though. I thought you may have just, no, just, just given. Yeah, yeah, but I I don't think VR can officially give that's it, that's true, yeah. reverse that yeah, decision. Yeah, yeah. So it's just well that's happened. Yeah, they've got two, the ball back. Two wrongs making a right. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bizarre case. Um, but the second one as well. It, mm. it happened the exact same time. Exact yeah. same two players. And um, yeah, it's just it's it's it's, 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 it's possibly alarming that maybe I mean obviously I know we don't want long stoppages and stuff mm, but mm. we saw it within a second of the first replay. Yeah, yeah. why a VAR not seen it? It is, a, it is an odd one, and you think that VAR has obviously been brought in for these sort of things, and um, you know you think uh, you think back to a few years back where these sort of incidents would be going on, and then they'd, they'd they'd kind of like be a month of they'd give every single one of these sort of things. And then it'd go away again, and it was it was really odd. So, um, yeah, they, they, they should have been. I know the, the Stones incident is, is in that first one, but you'd have thought England should have got a penalty, um, certainly mm. for the second one. Yeah, yeah I think uh, certainly the second one should have been given. But, again, it's all about these interpretations and the terminology clear and obvious. Yeah. I mean, for us, we thought maybe through sort of rose-tinted glasses, a bit of bias there, clear and obvious, but... Maybe to the people we're looking at it have probably seen. Maybe I'm not suggesting this is what happened. Harry Kane probably having a little tug and having a go himself. But you know, yeah. these are the things, aren't they? Yeah. Um. I say there'll be loads more talk on England. I say on this daily podcast over the next week ahead of the Panama game. We'll also look back a little bit more on the obviously the win over Tunisia with hopefully some of our reporters who are out there in Russia. Um, who clearly enjoyed themselves, had to do a lot of last-minute rewriting of their, of their reports. <laughs> um, I've, never, I've never seen uh, bigger celebrations in a newsroom with, with that goal, though. Everyone, yeah. everyone won a bit. Uh, yeah. Jack Craftborn enjoyed it. He did. Mm. I was sitting next to him, yeah, he was, he was enjoying that. He enjoyed it. He um, was up on his feet, almost on his chair. Um, and <laughs> yeah, even, he, even the Scotsman in the office enjoyed it. Ooh. Did he? I didn't uh, I He that. was smiling. Oh, he, was, right. he, he was smiling. He could name and shame. I was just I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to because I'm scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was but, just staring straight ahead thinking I need to rewrite about three things now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the, obviously Mark's Welsh. Um, I am. And you keep saying this if there's something wrong with me. But no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Welsh here. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about England loads more um, to come. A very brief mention on Belgium. And I know there was another game earlier today, but Sweden, South Korea, but... Let's ignore that one. Let's pretend it never Quickly on VAR, I thought it was a very good use of VAR. Yeah. I thought the referee should have given a penalty initially. It was clearly a penalty. But, and also, um, like a quick mention yeah. for the fact that Sweden um, drank the, the area dry today where, where, where the game was. There, there, there was no more beer in. Is it Novi? No, I can't remember where it is. But, um, N- the Sweden, the Sweden fans have drank all the beer in, yeah. in the area, so do not go there, fans. I mean, obviously, <laughs> that, that, that is the real prize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they did the exact same thing in um, oh, the Sweden fans went to the under-21 Euros last summer. Mm. I was in uh, the town Kielsa where England were playing Sweden, and all the Swedish fans took about it. They, they took like 
10,000 yeah. to an under-21 tournament. Town centre's packed with them and they and will literally play to say we, we physically cannot serve you any more beer because from, there is no more beer. There's a quote from a Sweden fan saying it was chaos and uh, it's quite like that. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, let's say fair play to Sweden. I, I, I can get on board with uh, with enjoying the World Cup on yeah. to that extent um, as I very much did over the weekend. Um, uh, myself, um, Belgium, uh, I don't think we can read too much into Belgium. I, I kind of... Plenty is Panama anyway because again it's one of those hiding to nothing really. They no, but we got you, a, they win they win comfortably. We've got to yeah, talk about Merton's yeah. goal though. Uh, absolutely stunning goal. Dries, yeah. Dries Merton's on the volley. Um, is, it, is is that goal of the tournament so um, far? Or does Ronaldo beat it? Does Nacho no, beat it? Na- Nacho still yeah. for me yeah. and possibly Coutinho second, but Merton's has pushed them close. I reckon. I might go for that one. You know, on, on the volley, it, was, it seemed like a bit of an odd angle when he mm. hit it and. And it, it made it, it made it made Ibra completely mental in the office. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. Um, but no, yeah, a quick bit for Lukaku as well because 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 I like picking myself up and, I, and I've I've said he's gonna have a great tournament and, and him getting two goals today was was a good start for him. Okay, right, let's see if he does it against England anyway. <laughs> and that's when we'll test them. Um, moving on to uh, let's take the next set of games. The next set of games are, as part of it, we we start round two. The World Cup. That's, that means the World. That means the World Cup's going too quickly, which oh, is not yeah. very good. Exactly. Um, but we'll start um, with the final group, uh, probably one of the more intriguing groups: uh, Colombia, Japan, Poland, and Senegal. Are four teams in it. Colombia and Japan are the early game. Um, I, I mean, I don't know much about Japan, but I, I see them as the weaker team in this group. Colombia, I see them as the strongest. Yeah. Do you guys also kind of see a Colombia win when you look at that game? Yeah, I mean, on paper, you look at that and you see the team that Colombia put out, and you think, okay how much will Japan have in terms of being able to threaten them? I mean, you go through the Japan side and you've still got players like Honda still in the squad, I believe. So, yeah. you know, and uh, not a bad player by any stretch of the imagination, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, but then someone like Shinji Kagawa is also playing for them. So, you know. Yeah, it's... it's Obviously, we've got a sort of decent sort of body of evidence. I mean, look at the, the tournament now and, and you look at games like this, Germany, Mexico... Brazil, Switzerland, you know, it's the sort of game where we're sort of expecting one thing to happen and it doesn't. Uh, Colombia aren't as good as those teams, but um, yeah, a lot of it will depend on how good Japan are um, and if they can if they can sort of set up in a way that, that frustrates Colombia because you'd presume they'll be on the front foot. Um, and this is a fascinating group, isn't it? Because the other game is um, is one that's pretty pretty tight to call. One of the, one of the more more difficult games to call, I think so far. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, on Colombia with Betbright, you get eight to one on Colombia, nine to two on Japan, five eight to one, to, five to hundred. Did I say eight to one? Yeah. Uh, Eight to eleven. Steaming oh, into that. Eight eight to 11. 11. <laughs> I was going to say. I was like... <laughs> oh dear! Oh, God. It's, been, it's been a long, long day. Yeah. Uh, Colombia eight to eleven. Draw five to two. Japan nine to two. Uh, the bright bundle on that one. Four plus goals in the game and Falcao to get one of them. Four to one. Um, Poland against Senegal. Then very quickly on that. Um, Sadio Mane, mm. the star name mm. that we're interested because in, obviously we've watched a lot of Premier League. Lewandowski yeah. on the other side. It just seems like you know two. Good teams, yeah. Maybe not two great teams. Well, possibly the battle for second in that group. Potentially, mm. if we're thinking that Colombia, arguably the strongest side in the group, you'd think yeah, between Poland and Senegal. So it's going to be crucial, like, to avoid defeat essentially in that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I say odds on that one: Poland thirteen to ten, Senegal five to two. Draw twenty one to ten, and the bright bundle: Lewandowski and Mane both to score mm. at thirteen to two. Ooh. I've had uh, I've had that five to two on Senegal though. I, yeah, I can see yeah. them. Yeah, I can see them nicking it. Yeah, um, I, I mean, they've definitely got a strong squad. Senegal. Mm. They've they've definitely 
got something about them. I don't know. They just seem unproven yet. Maybe may, they, they could very much lead them to be the dark dark horse of the, yeah. of the whole tournament. There's mm-hmm. always that team every year, isn't it? Yeah. But they can well. same much the same for Poland, couldn't you? So um, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. going to be an interesting one. Yeah. Um, I say very quickly. I say we're running out of time. Um, Russia against Egypt is the last game. The host back in action. But more importantly, more excitingly, Mo Salah is going to play. He's going to play. Mm-hmm. Or, or, um, or if his tweet is to be, leave, be believed. Yeah, and his his agent tweeted the other day as well, uh, saying that he's fit. So he's going to he's going to play, and, and he needs to play, doesn't he? Because Egypt missed him missed, missed him pretty badly against Uruguay. Um, he obviously is, has been a name that, that everyone's been talking about coming into the tournament. I think because there are a few other countries where one man really sort of represents them as much as he does, and. And you think about the way that he got them there with the penalty under the 95th minute, whatever it was. Um, he's not going to be at his best, I don't think, because he's obviously just coming back. Um, if he can be anywhere near his best, though, then he's, he's going to be taking on a, a Russian defence, which is pretty old, isn't it, and pretty slow. So um, Russia obviously won 5-0 in the first game, so it's yeah. they're going to be riding the crest of the wave. But if, if Salah is anywhere near what we know he can do, then, then it's going to be... A tough test for them to stop him. Um, they've just got to get the ball to him and, and, and kind of work around him. Uh, Russia, technically, I thought were brilliant in, in the Saudi Arabia game, but it was Saudi Arabia, wasn't it? And um, so this game, I, mean, I presume if Russia win, they'll be through, won't they? So, yeah. so and, it'll be. So this is why it's a must-win for Egypt. I mean, they're yeah. really hoping that Salah's fit and firing basically, because mm. if they lose this, having lost so heartbreakingly in the first game, yeah, um, that's it for them. So. Yeah. Uh, Russia twenty-one to twenty with Bet Bright. Egypt three to one. Uh, so uh, if you see Mo Salah in the starting eleven, could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, the bright bundle: uh, Salah to score a penalty, eight to one, and I quite like that because there's been a few penalties given, yeah. mm. and with VR you can't get away with anything yeah. unless you are literally wrestling your opponent surely, down to the ground. Yeah. Surely, <laughs> surely Vladimir Putin's going to be in the stands though. You don't give a penalty when he's watching. Yeah. What are you possibly <laughs> suggesting? What are you suggesting? <laughs> the little VAR guys are going to be in a little truck somewhere well, in the, in the yeah. middle of nowhere. So yeah. the, 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 the VAR well, guys. When you say nowhere, are they in a truck in Siberia somewhere, surrounded? Wherever by... they are, they're in their kits. That's the important. Thing. <laughs> yeah. As long as, as long as they've got their kits on. Um, lovely. Thank you very much, guys. Um, that'll do us this week. Uh, this week, this and week. I'm back to my weekly ones. They'll do us today, today on the Mirror Football World Cup <laughs> daily. Brought to you in association with Betbright. We'll be back tomorrow uh, with more World Cup news, more views on England and the rest of the teams involved. But until then, enjoy the rest of the football and uh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>